Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap here joined by the Trash Man. Have a couple of bits of NFL news and notes we want to go through with you and discussion about some of our tools at RosterWatch.com. But first, a quick reminder, please give the podcast a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It'll take you 15 seconds and for taking the time to do it and showing some support. Once we get to 400 ratings and reviews... We're like halfway to our goal. We started this at about 300 where we had. We're up to about 350 right now. Once we get to 400, we're going to be picking out a grippy, you guys, to send free RosterWatch Pro subscriptions, a whole year worth of RosterWatch. So how much is be, a grip? How, how, how much what? Is a grip. What does a grip constitute? Uh, like a handful. Okay. Byron told, By, Byron told me to make sure and leave that part nebulous. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not allowed to say exactly how many. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how many. We don't know how many yet, but we're going to give away a grip of them, like a, a handful of them, a whole lot of them. You know, like a whole, uh, a, a, like a, a, a plethora. A, a plethora. Would you say a plethora, El Guapo? But I think you would like your other presents too. I have put many beautiful piñatas in the storeroom. Each of them filled with little surprises. Many piñatas? Oh, yes, many! Would you say I have a plethora of piñatas? A what? A plethora. Oh, yes. <laughs> you have a plethora. Jefe, what is a plethora? Why, guapo? Well, you told me I have a plethora. And I just would like to know if you know what a plethora is. I would not like to think that a person would tell someone he has a plethora and find out that that person has no idea what it means to have a plethora. But yeah, we're going to be giving those away. All you need to do is go into Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review. And in doing so, make sure you leave your Twitter handle, your Instagram handle. Uh, that way we know how to get a hold of you to let you know that you have won. And with that Roster Watch Pro membership, of course, you'll get all the preseason stuff, all of the draft season stuff, access to the cheat sheets, 
every version of the cheat sheet, all the updates, of course, the preseason DFS cheat sheets. Once the season kicks off, the pro podcasts like the Tradecast from Byron Lambert, the Waiver Wire podcast from Byron. I have the DFS slate breakdown and overview podcasts on Fridays. And then just all the tools, the matchup tools, snap counts, touches, targets, touchdown dependency, waiver wire cheat sheet, uh, you know, all, all of Trashman's writing, the fantasy fallout, et cetera, et cetera. All at rosterwatch.com. You can get a pro membership right now. It's cheaper than a cheap cup of coffee, but we're going to give away a year for free to anybody who we choose <laughs> who leaves a rating <laughs> and a Somebody review. arbitrarily pick for that prize. And, and, and I'm not even sure if we're doing it randomly or we're doing it by the best reviews or what, but I think we're doing it randomly. Just anybody who left a review between review number 300 and review number 400 uh, will be in the prize pool there. All right, with, the, with all that being said, go give the, the show a rating and a review. <laughs> all right, Trash Man, what the hell do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, I want to talk about this cute puppy that's at my feet, but... I don't know how fantasy relevant that We've is. We've already talked about that puppy. Is this, I mean, I, I, I don't know how much of a puppy you can call someone that weighs 60 pounds. <laughs> well, she acts like a puppy. Yeah, I'm sure. And her I'm tongue sure. felt like a puppy. But um, I wanted to, you know, Josh Gordon is always near and dear to my heart, uh, even though he's broken it repeatedly. I'm, I feel like a battered wife. You should. Um, you should. You, you've, you've drafted Josh Gordon every year. I played fantasy football with you. You should feel like one. Even I'm, in the years I'm, when we knew he wouldn't be, like in years where there wasn't even a comeback really on the horizon, you drafted him just in case maybe he would come back. Yeah, well, I say I'm one with him on my. It was rock. literally, it was literally as crazy as like me this year drafting like Justin Blackman during some of those years. Like it wasn't even a rumor on the horizon that he'd be coming back, but you just drafted him anyway. Yeah, you know, and I've won with him. I on think my one year he wasn't even in the player pool. <laughs> I had to write him in. Yeah. Um, well, you know, he's been working out with Tom Brady. Tom Brady's taking him under his wing. And, you know, um, there's nobody the league loves like <laughs> Tom Brady. So, you know, maybe being associated with him. Maybe it's uh, just now, maybe it's only right now, Trash Man, at the time when I finally decided that the ship has sailed on Josh Gordon, that he's going to come back and find. I mean, that's what Byron always says, man. Like, that's the thing. I mean, he's the, he's the black anaconda, man. And that, like that, he's, the, he will slither to asphyxiate your fantasy opponents. But the one thing about playing with these anacondas and or these big exotic, large snakes, sometimes they turn on their owners. And I feel like maybe he would turn on me if I finally gave up on him this one year when he's set to break out with Tom, <laughs> with Tom Brady. I mean, he was, before he had to leave last year, abruptly, I mean, there were games where he was actually getting the targets. I'd have to look yeah. back and see what, like, he was getting the targets. I, I wasn't sure he actually, you know, converted all those to anything that usable for fantasy, but it was, um, it was finally like, damn, man, like, if this volume could keep up, we're, we could be looking at, you know, we could be looking at Josh Gordon actually actually doing something. I mean, let's see, the 2018 season. Yeah, there was a point there where, I mean, week six through week 10, nine yeah. targets, seven targets, six targets, 10 targets, and 12 targets. Things started to fall off there towards the end when maybe things started getting weird. I guess he left the team after the week 15 game. But, you know, after that, he, I mean, week 14, he had eight targets. So you're saying he, has, he had a grip of uh, 
mom, mom like double digit target game or well, close I'm, to it. I'm not saying that a grip is I'm not saying that a grip is double digits. <laughs> You can't paint okay. us into a corner here. Byron says we need to leave that no, very, no, no. very, he, he, very, had, very nebulous. He's had a grip of almost double-digit games. I'm, I'm not giving any indication as to how, how many by volume and by number a grip is. No, I'm just saying, like, but whatever a grip is, he had that many of double-digit games. Or I'm not, are, I'm not saying all, that. I'm not giving any clues into how many, how, how much a grip could possibly be. Because <laughs> then listeners could go back can and see. Tell us how much a grip is. Is there it, like it's, a, it, a it, it's a fucking handful, trash man. Okay. It's a handful. I mean, that, that would be the you know that would be the logical um, answer to that. I don't know. Uh, do you think that Josh Gordon's worth being drafted with your last pick in fantasy? Because you could have him right now. What do you think? I'm going to say to that. Of course. Are you going to be taking him like that? I mean, do you, do you think we should put him on the cheat sheet like that? If if we start hearing news about him, you know, potentially. Would you rather staff? Would you rather? No, I'm talking about right now. Would you rather stash Josh Gordon or Kalen Balage? Josh Gordon. I think Byron would hate <laughs> you for that answer. <laughs> I don't know. There's something he gives my he gives me hope. Like he's uh, he's the he's the uh, mascot for my roster. Do you have any hope for Tyreek Hill? Playing at all? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think... I think he gets suspended for I the year. Did, I think maybe something similar to what Kareem Hunt got. How? Why can't it... Should, should, shouldn't it be more similar to what Adrian Peterson got? Child endangerment? Um, well, I mean, I think domestic violence... I mean, it's domestic violence. Um, yeah, I just think it plays a little bit differently in the public spotlight and in the eyes of the and in, 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 in the eyes of the good commissioner, Mister Goodell. Hmm. Don't you? I, mean, I, I think I think at least eight games. I mean, it has to be at least Kareem eight Hunt, games. Kareem Hunt got eight games. I think it'll be on par with that. Well, there was video of Kareem Hunt, but there is audio of Tyreek Hill. And with Tyreek, I mean, Kareem Hunt didn't get his kid taken away. Like, I don't know, man. I, I think that uh, how can you give Adrian Peterson a whole year? There were when, pictures. What? That there were pictures. Well, there was. There's. There's audio of Tyreek Hill, and there's also exacerbating circumstances. He came into the league with with a with you know a big black cloud over his head. And with I'm. I, don't I mean, he played. He played guilty. He played guilty. Like multiple, multiple um, situations, and is it comparable to Hills in any way, as far as like how many? No, it was. I mean, I'll look it up. Right. I mean, I'll 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 look it up back up right now. But I mean, so there was there was an a there was an arrest. I guess he was indicted on a felony charge. So that's a little bit different. Yeah. But he was but see he was suspe- he was I, suspended only after he was indicted on the felony charge. It wasn't like he was suspended after and I know with Tyree Kill's case the prosecutors have now said that it's a closed case. They're not moving on because they feel like 
it's just it's a it's a different bar for the NFL than it is for and it, dude it's a different and bar for child protective a, services a, than it is for the legal system. They have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. The DA is saying I'm not sure that we can prove this thing beyond a reasonable doubt. Child protective services doesn't have to do that shit. They have to take the 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 the, the well being and the and the safety of the child into consideration first and foremost. It's not pr- proving things beyond. There's there's no burden of proof. And well, there's no and, and, like and, and, and there's as, no burden of proof with the NFL. There's no burden of proof like with Roger Goodell. It seems like it's not as high profile as the AP situation. It's not. What do you? How is it not as high profile? I mean, Tyre, it's it's been the, one of the probably the biggest story of the off season. It just doesn't seem like as as compared to the Adrian Peterson situation, which seemed like it was just I want to say so new, but it was um, it was it was almost so new and shocking that. It just, I don't know. It just, it feels a little bit different. Um, I mean, he could get suspended for the year, but I, for some reason, I feel like it's, it's going to get something similar to, to what Kareem, Kareem Hunt was, Kareem Hunt was punished with. I just, why? Um, well, is it the first, is it the first infraction of, um, he hasn't had an issue since he's been in the league. Yeah, he, he hasn't violated the NFL code of conduct since he's been in the league. But he did come into the league already having pled guilty to to. But uh, did he plead guilty to felony assault charges on that woman while she was pregnant with the with the child in in, in question? I'll just type it in. I don't. I don't. And then if, if I'm wrong, I'll go, I'll go through and I edit that out of the pod. But I, I'm pretty sure he pled guilty to. Was it he pled guilty? for domestic abuse charges, punching and choking his then-pregnant girlfriend. Domestic assault and battery. That was 2015. I would, it sounds like you give him eight games. Have, <laughs> it sounds I, like you give him eight games. I would try to have some consistency. I don't know. It just seems like... They don't, they don't deal in consistency, trash man. Well, they should. Ezekiel Elliott, how many games did he get? There were never even any charges filed against him. There was, there, there was never any proof. And that's the one reason why I think that maybe he does get something longer than an eight-game ban. You have to tell yourself a story and kind of go with that story to be able to project the season forward for fantasy, right? Like, you have to right. say, like, well, I mean, is Tyreek Hill going to be part of the landscape or is he not going to be part of the landscape? If he's not part of the landscape, that has wide-reaching ramifications for Patrick Mahomes, for Travis Kelsey, well, well, for Sammy like Watkins, he- for McCole Hardman in, in, in Dynasty. Just a, well, it there's like a whole lot of things. suspended by next month. So we should know before the season starts. Well, oh, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I certainly hope so. They're, I think they're just waiting for the. I think they're just waiting for the child protective services stuff to clear up, and then once that happens, they can, they can then, um, you know, probably finalize. I mean, they said that they had. I believe that the investigation against him has has begun by the NFL, but I don't think that they could close the investigation and and. and or I, I guess I don't think that they feel like it's prudent to close the investigation and, and levy any potential penalties until that piece of the case is closed. You, you know the NFL cares most about public image and everything like that. And so if the Child Protective Services finds something after they've said it's only a four-game suspension or something, like that's going to leave them with egg on their face. And you know they're going to try to prevent that in, in, in every possible case. That's true. I still don't think it's going to be a whole season, but... So, well, I mean, are you, are you still going to draft Tyreek Hill if you have to draft right now? <laughs> I'll draft him ahead of Josh Gordon. I'll say that. 
<laughs> All right, fair enough. I just, I don't think, I think he's completely hands off right now. It could be a wasted pick, and you're still having to take him too early, right? There's always somebody that reaches for him, and I think it's fine in best ball, right? Or if you're playing on like the best ball championship over on draft, yeah, is it it's probably fine just in case something breaks and it's like you've been able to get Tyree Kill over and over in the seventh round. That could be a real game changer for you, but as of like and. That's a thing where you're shooting for first place or last place anyway. Is it a handcuff sort of situation? I don't believe you know. I don't With believe in handcuffing these. You know, I don't what? believe in handcuffing this, these this wide receivers. A, this is a this is a different. This is a special circumstance. <sighs> Maybe you could draft Tyreek Hill instead of draft McCole Hardman later because I guess you could get McCole Hardman basically for free right now and redraft. And in general, I don't think the I think the, the the idea of handcuffing wide receivers is usually cockamamie. Yeah, it's cockamamie, but this is a cockamamie situation. Let's see. What about some of the? Oh, did you hear uh, Omari Cooper, your boy Omari Cooper, on on PFTPM on Monday night saying that he's Florio asked him um, how many yard like how Over many yards he's going yards. for, and he yeah. said, yeah, he said like what. What what number is it that you put after the what's the first number after the one comma? And he said, Oh no, that isn't a one comma, that's a two comma. So he's <laughs> he's saying he's going for two thousand yards. Does this mean we're we're in peak off season? Peak off season. I mean, it doesn't matter if he wants two thousand yards. What does Dak Prescott want? Are you are you what? a Dak Prescott hater, trash man? I'm not a Dak Prescott hater. I mean Are I you a Dak Prescott realist? I'm a realist. <laughs> meaning what? Uh, meaning that uh, he's a, I mean, he's slightly, slightly beyond game manager at this point. Look. Dak Prescott or Cam Newton for you, trash man? As the, as, as your team's quarterback. Oh, you know, I've, I've won too many championships with Cam not to pick him. No, as your real NFL team's quarterback. As my real NFL team's quarterback. Um, I'll, I'll pick, I'll take Dak just cause I know he's not going to shrink if things don't go his way. Things didn't go Cam Newton's way coming home from Paris on over the weekend, wherever he offered somebody $1,500 to take their seat at the very front of coach. And he was denied. He had to fly home from Paris through Dallas and then back to Charlotte because he missed his flight and he was way back in coach with all of us poors. And <laughs> he tried to buy that front seat for some extra legroom because the man is six foot, six foot five, six foot six, et cetera. My question, trash man to you, how much would it take for you to move from the front seat of an international flight? We're talking from Paris to Dallas mm-hmm. money in hand from camp, from Cam Newton and you got to go take his his seat back in the back, and you get to watch him for the next, you know, whatever, fifteen hours sitting up there in your seat with all this leg room. Would you no, have done? For, would you have done it for fifteen hundred? I've done it. I've done it for less. I would have done it for like you know, so uh, some game tickets. <laughs> you'd, have, you'd have done it for an. You 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 just told him that like anytime they bring him by peanuts and like just make sure to come bring it back to you. I, th- I would say if, if he do make an appearance on the show. <laughs> That's so funny, man. There's no way I do it for fifteen hundred. I, I don't think because my back. Like I'd be like, I'm just thinking about. Really? I mean, I'm. I don't know. I'm in. I'm. A, I'm in probably the best shape of my life, so I feel like I'd be okay with, with it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not r- probably in the best shape of my life, but I. I do know that I have a bad back. I love to stretch my legs out, 
And is it worth basically, what is that flight? 14 hours, 15 hours? How much room is that? How much room is that? A foot? How much extra room is that? A foot, maybe? Uh, that foot goes a long way when you're coming back from old Perry trash, man. Oh, I like to, I like to, uh, I like to bundle up anyways. I like to get everything close together anyway, you know? The less that's out there for people to collide with, the better. I wanted to talk quickly about uh, just to cu- just get your thoughts on a couple of wide receivers that have some of the toughest schedules in all of fantasy based on the wide receiver strength of schedule tool and worksheet. And you just tell me sort of wh- how you sort of see these guys' seasons playing out. It looks like out of the top 55 wide receivers by ADP, listen to Robbie Anderson's outlook here versus – cornerbacks that will be slated to face on a, on a plurality of his routes. He has the worst schedule of anybody. He gets Tredavious White in week one, Denzel Ward in week two, Stephon Gilmore in week three. Week four, the Jets have an early bye, which is something to keep in mind, especially if you're going to be drafting Chris Herndon because he's going to be suspended for the first two games of the season, meaning you're going to get one game of him in week three versus the Patriots, and you won't get him back again until week five. After that, he gets Ronald Darby. After that, he gets Byron Jones. After that, he gets Stephon Gilmore again. After that, he gets Jalen Ramsey. After that, he gets Xavier Howard. After that, he gets Janoris Jenkins. After that, he gets Josh Norman. After that, he gets Garyon Conley. After that, he gets William Jackson. He gets Xavier Howard again. Then he gets Marlon Humphrey and Joe Hayden to end the season. That has to bring you down on, on Robbie Anderson a little bit. Those well, are how, horrible well, matchups. Well, how high am I on Robbie Anderson? <laughs> Well, he's, he's being taken right now as basically wide receiver 30. A middling wide receiver three. Yeah, I think that's about right. So the, the idea here is that by all accounts, by most accounts, the Jets um, are running a, a, a quicker pace offense this season than they have in the past. So, I mean, that might mitigate um, some of that. I mean, and you just look at his last season when he had like two games over 100 yards, um, you know, one with 96. So I guess you say three games with 100 yards and, you know, not that much else. So I think, I don't know, I'm not that high on him coming into the season, but they're going to be running a quicker paced offense. So maybe that gives him a little bit of a little bump. You know, I mean, he's got this tough schedule. He probably had, you know, a schedule that was somewhat similar last season so i don't know he doesn't he doesn't move around that much for me yeah i mean it was similar in the fact that yeah you're right i mean he had he did get Tredavious white twice he did get stefan gilmore twice and he did get Xavier howard twice right but we are adding into this mix denzel ward ronald darby Byron Jones, Jalen Ramsey, Janoris Jenkins, Josh Norman, Garyon Conley. It's like every other William Jackson, Marlon fucking Humphrey. And we're assuming, and Joe Hayden. And we're assuming, and we're assuming there that, you know, he's going to be the one covered in all those situations. But he is. Who's going to, like, who, who is the number one ace? Like, trash me, making this strength of schedule a projected wide receiver versus cornerback cumulative matchup rankings for the top 55 ADP is not easy for all of these. But in, in situations like Robbie Anderson and in the, in the New York Jets, it's very simple. NFL teams are going to put their best corner on, on Robbie Anderson. Now, there are some of these situations where he's not going to see them all the time. Certainly not everybody's going to shadow. There's uh, yeah, some of these situations where you look into where some guy stays on one side of the field the whole time. I, I mean, get they, it, but I mean, he's going to see – but 
he's going to be Go seeing he's 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 going to be seeing more of these really good corners than basically anybody else is because he's going to be exposed to them more because he has to play their teams. I understand. I just don't. I mean, if you're depending on Robbie Anderson to carry your team, if that, if that's going to be the linchpin on your roster, then you got bigger problems. Well, it sounds like the Jets have some bigger problems then because that is the linchpin of their receiving game. Well, no, Le'Veon Bell is the linchpin of their receiving game. And their running game? <laughs> and their running game, their entire offense. Do you think Le'Veon Bell is going to have another Le'Veon Bell year this year? Um, I mean, just maybe just by sheer volume. I, I worry a little bit about Robbie Anderson. A couple other guys with really bad schedules. If you have any thoughts on any of these guys, Odell Beckham's got a bad schedule. Sammy Watkins. If there is no Tyree Kill, has a bad schedule. Uh, if there is Tyreek Hill, then Tyreek Hill's got the bad schedule. A.J. Green, Nikhil Harry, any of those guys you worry about in particular? Um, Maybe Harry just because he's so new to the game. I think so, too. It's a little bit worrisome, right? Yeah, but just, I don't know. Maybe just, if Josh Gordon's there, maybe not so much. The 2019 Roster Watch Cheat Sheet is available now at rosterwatch.com. The revolutionary cheat sheet to change fantasy football forever is back only at rosterwatch.com. Winning fantasy football players don't use outdated magazines or expensive draft software that's impossible to navigate. The Roster Watch cheat sheet. All you have to do is follow the three simple rules. That's it. Three rules. Guys, it couldn't be easier. The Roster Watch cheat sheet. An expert quality draft is guaranteed. It's magical, it's mystical, it's mythical! The Roster Watch Cheat Sheet, only at rosterwatch.com. All right, Trash Man, let's run one simulation using now. I'm on version 1.8 of the PPR Cheat Sheet, available at rosterwatch.com. Let's do it on a 12-team league. Um, we can now bring in the composite numbers from ESPN.com. We have ESPN ADP, finally, Trash Man. These simulations are getting more and more like real life. We'll do a 12-team league, one quarterback, two running backs. You always like the trashy three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, seven bench spots. Which spot do you want to pick from? Let's pick from the six. The si I hate picking from the six. That's why I want to. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is going to be a fucking Melvin Gordon team is what this is going to be. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, of course it is. Melvin Gordon here with the first pick. I pick number six, and we'll see what happens here at the turn. All right, so Melvin Gordon, a start of Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook. You can't dislike that, can you, Trash Man? No. Solid. T.Y. Hilton here at pick 3.6. Love that. Love that. Brandon Cooks at 4.6. Trash Man, listen to this start. Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook, T.Y. Hilton, Brandon Cooks. It's the Cooks team. Oh, trash man. Our wide receiver three. I can't wait to see how you feel about this at 5'6". Mr. Tyler Lockett. The uh, new number one in Seattle? Possibly. Probably. I like, it. I like it. All right. We can either go Hunter Henry or Will Fuller right here. Do we want to go Will Fuller maybe because we already have Melvin Gordon? Uh, or, does that, or does that matter? I might want to go Hunter Henry. I like Hunter Henry there. Yeah, let's just go Hunter Henry. Let's get that. Let's, that's going to be a good offense there in Los Angeles for sure. Hey, he could be tied in number one. And Will Fuller managed to fall to the next round anyway. So we'll get Will Fuller here as our first backup wide receiver. 
This I love the way this draft's going trash, man. A nice balanced roster. Uh, look who fell at eight point seven. I'm interested to see or eight point. Yeah, eight point seven. Trash man. What do you think about Cortland Sutton and pick eight point seven? I think he's going to be a big red zone target for the Broncos if they, you know, score touchdowns. Anthony Miller in the ninth round. Sure are getting a lot of him again this year. It's going to be a monster. Um, <laughs> I can only here, hope. Here in the tenth round, let's take Latavius Murray. Do you, uh, do, you do you like Latavius this year, or do you just hate him as always? I haven't, I haven't hated him to the degree that you guys have hated him at all. But, I mean, I hate him still. <laughs> you guys, you guys historically, you guys hated him back when he was a, a Raider. Well, yeah, because he sucks. But here's the thing. <laughs> he's going to be in a great situation there. And, I mean, there has been literally, there, there have been basically two RB1s in that backfield, basically every single year since since Sean Payton's been there, I'm so not saying that Latavius could be an RB one. <laughs> what are you saying? What are you but, saying? I mean, dude, if they get down the goal line, are you telling me that? The, the, I mean, one thing that Latavius has been good at, despite the fact that he goes down on first contact more often than you would like, is that down at the goal line, he's actually kind of good. It's just because he's so fast getting to the hole, and he just has that physical size, and he's big. And even if he goes down on first contact, he can still fall forward for the touchdown. You know. I just I don't think they're gonna take Kamara out as often on the goal line, but you know I I'm fine with Kamara. I'm fine with him as an RB three. I don't know an RB two. That's that's uh, pushing it for me. All right, so uh, we are going to go now to Kyler Murray here in round eleven as our quarterback. Love the sound of that. Let's see what we have going on here now. Jalen Samuels is our next pick here at 12.7. So filling up with some back-end uh, value type of um, back-end value type of running backs. That also includes your boy, Kalen Balaj here in round 13. And in round 14, we have, well, it's telling us that we could take a quarterback like Phillip Rivers, or Lamar Jackson, but I think I'd rather reach a little bit here and get another running back in Justice Hill. What do you think, Trash Man? Instead of taking a backup quarterback, I don't know. We still, we, still, we don't know what's going to happen with Kyler Murray for sure. All right, let's take Philip Rivers. Let's take Philip Rivers. Okay, so I don't want to cheat on the cheat sheet anyway. Okay, so here is that team using just the cheat sheet. I was going to cheat at the very end, but I decided not to. Here's how the team turned out. The running, the running back, or the quarterback is Kyler Murray and Phillip Rivers. The running backs are Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook, Latavius Murray, Jalen Samuels, and Kalen Balaj. The wide receivers are T.Y. Hilton, Brandon Cooks, Tyler Lockett, Will Fuller, Cortland Sutton, and Anthony Miller. The tight end is Hunter Henry. Trash man. How could you ever draft a better team than that? By using the cheat sheet. <laughs> By using well. Yeah, I guess technically if you use the cheat sheet, you could draft a better team than that. But you could not draft a better team doing it on your own because the sheet of paper is made of magic. (laughs) All right. A grip of magic?
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.